0: back boys and girls episode 103 into the combine oh yeah i'm stan the man i'm jolly jay and i'm Jesus shoddy christ
1: i know like jay. the whole intro is just botched fucking christmas time <laughs> boys <laughs> jolly jay He's trying to get <laughs> in the spirit Wait, then i want to be filthy animal shoddy is what <laughs> i want to be then <laughs> you guys getting your christmas shopping in click 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 yep dude it's only the 10th amazon does two days like i, don't I know what are you put- worried about
0: we went on like seventy dollars on Shutterfly and just bought a whole bunch of stuff with a picture of my kid on it and we're giving it to the giving those out so it's all of the day
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow that's what you guys that's that's then a, the excuse for a gift when you're a parent now,
0: oh yeah, it's so easy, and everyone loves it. well, <laughs> oh, my mom and all the grandmas they love it, <laughs> oh my
1: God.
2: I'll send you guys my Bandcamp wish list later for gift
0: ideas.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. That's fine. You guys remember the so I'll know what to get now.
0: You guys remember the collection episode when I told you my tradition? I get a first pressing CD every year.
1: Oh yeah, it got
0: bumped up. I'm getting two this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why why two this year? How did it get bumped up? Explain. She bought. She
0: ordered them last night. I was trying to guess, but.
1: oh so she just you don't know what it is they're just on a list and she just buys them
0: yeah i told her anything off of uh decibels top 100 death metal albums like i would love any of those like old ones on like first pressings of them so that's what she goes off of nice okay
1: and where and where does she source them from discos oh like ebay usually oh okay okay nice hmm well should we break it down
2: yeah let's break down
3: Store. I loaded up with alcohol, more specifically
4: vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, whiskey, more beer. More
2: vodka. Uh, sure, they put that clip in there in the middle. Oh my
1: god! Oh, uh, that's so amazing. No, a good friend of mine used to say that on the reg. He would Uh, just walk into the room and kick the door open and just start reciting that line for some odd reason. Yeah. (laughs) You'd all golf won't listen season to last this ep- year episode ever but shouts to jp charles
2: yeah that's what, from when we would go golfing yeah, last year yeah, he was yeah, saying yeah. it all year that's
1: so Dude, good he <laughs> said it years ago though when we, we'd be living together i'd just be sitting there working on homework and he'd kick my door open and just start reciting that <laughs> line it'd be like at 12 o'clock on a tuesday and i'd be like what the fuck are we drinking or like what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stone cold i love him
2: yeah they just have that clip in there it starts off like one of the songs later in the fucking album i was like this is, that made the album right there <laughs> that was yeah, um
1: that's gonna be a listener what is that
2: that was the band fists of fists of fury the album is new age of dread uh and the song was oppression not a lot to oh. say about it except it's just a fucking banger man it's like a short album you know that crossover kind of sound and uh another texas band another fucking texas crossover band i don't know what's going on down there but they're fucking doing something yeah. right man
0: yeah it was i really liked it i'm not too big on the name and i'm not too big on the album cover but
2: musically yeah. oh, i kind of like the name
1: yeah uh. i kind of like the name too fuck it
2: <laughs> stan give it a listen man it's yeah oh, i'm gonna for sure it, it's a it's an easy listen and it's cool like it really flows really well like you don't even know when one track starting and ending it's just like a really well-made album i i mean it's almost one of my favorite like hardcore albums of the year i kind of thought about leaving it for the list but i don't i don't but i just you know i don't know where it's gonna sit or anything like that but it's a fun it's a fun listen but uh anyways breaking down the episode definitely what are we doing yeah simple day today
0: we're gonna uh, oh we're gonna we're gonna bring some music suggestions but we're kind of we have some rules today we're Mm -hmm. keeping uh Keeping stuff that's uh, off our going to be off our end of the year list because I mean it's just no point in telling you guys when we're going to hear about it in a, about a couple weeks. So yeah. I
1: thought this was a majority EP, EPs, EP demos. There you there know, you go. Okay.
0: or I did bring I did bring one that um oh, actually no never mind I shouldn't say that. Okay. But even if you got if you got an album that you know it's not going to be on your list but you want to bring up you know
2: yeah yeah I think mine are all s- short form ones. Mine are too. Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to bring out uh, a special guest, uh Patreon listener, which I think we're going to try and do every episode now to uh, help us out, bringing in something that they, they've they been listening to, because God knows you guys' stuff is getting pretty fucking stale at this point, so this should mix things up a little bit. All right, all right Jolly J. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: And uh, speaking of that, Patreon, we just put out a, an episode, what, last week? Yeah. It was a pretty fun one. We talked about the worst songs of the year. Yeah, it was Oh, a they fun were so one. good.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they were
2: great. It was brutal, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun one. So if you want to hear that, get over to the Patreon, check it out. It's, what, fucking a couple bucks. You can get some bonus shit. You can jump in the Facebook group with us. You can do all this stuff. We'll probably have our award show coming up for the end of the year here, doing all of our award categories. So good time to jump yep. in there for a little while.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be a game show coming up too soon. Mm-hmm. That's always something that's very enjoyable.
2: Yeah, trivia. Yep. oh and then we've got an interview at the end with Andrew he's one of the guitarists in uh, the band Fuming Mouth so speaking of EPs and all that they just put out a three song little EP it's a fucking banger so I thought that was a good one to get on this episode check that one out if if we didn't have the interview I probably would be bringing that one up but um, we'll save it for for later I think that's it yeah so where are we starting boys I'll start it off looks like you got fucking four I do yep Wow. If we get
1: if we have time, but
0: uh yeah, um let's see, which one do I wanna do I first? Know, somebody's
1: been doing his homework for yeah. once. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, this one's cool. I'm gonna go with Svartkanst. Const <laughs> <What>? Okay. <laughs> 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 you see it? Svartkanst? Svart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Shit, I guess <laughs> okay. it's right. Oh my god,
1: he pronounced it right too. Holy shit. Is it? No. This okay. have, better than I would have done for once. a beautiful beautiful tune so good
0: <laughs> yeah Was that the last track on there or no that is the second i believe oh yeah the whole I, that's I it's a void? standout for sure yeah i am the void okay off uh, this is a black waves so yep. uh, if you haven't noticed i got a running theme today um one fucking dude <laughs> oh wow yeah dude and this guy records everything mixes everything masters everything i don't
2: know if he did the artwork but yeah everything else he did so that's
1: still, that's still fucked and impressive usually oh, we yeah.
2: uh we don't listen to this shit beforehand we just get it on the on the cast but for this one we yeah. threw them we threw him uh, up so we could check them out and this one uh i i, I was only going to check your guys' stuff out like for a track or two but i listened to like the whole album on this one it's good isn't it <laughs> oh man it's real good I
0: like. I really do like it. it. Could be. It could be. Um. Maybe an honorable mention, but I just wanted to bring it up. But just in case, because I'm getting flooded with a lot of shit right now. Yeah. Is it so. a full length or is it an EP? Uh, it's a full length. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought it was longer. Yeah, almost forty minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, um, Swedish dude just does it all by himself. It was it's, interesting. It's got a heavy. It's... it's got like heavy Witane like worship. Mm. You know. I thought of but. like necrophobic too. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Just that Swedish black metal. Mm-hmm.
2: By, yeah, yeah, a lot of lost. melody and some thrash and mm-hmm.
5: I wonder the,
1: how his last album was. Because I'm seeing that yeah, he, he had something out in twenty eighteen, Devil's Blood.
0: I haven't got that far, but I'm okay. definitely digging his shit. Did you say he does I mean, his own
1: production?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mix Dang. Master
2: Everything. Because <laughs> that production is fucking solid. Like oh, I, I know. It I sounds agree. nice. It's not power. It's not too lo fi, it's like raw enough. Like, I'm wondering if he's a producer because it's almost like too good. Like, I can't believe that he's doing this stuff. I know. You know, kind of has that uh, HM2 tone going. Yeah. It's just everything about it. I was eating it up. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back to it. Uh, That last track especially it blew me away the way it ended. It was like kind of like that one there where it just like really builds up to like a fucking mm-hmm. beautiful, you know, melodic like outro. I was like, man, that made me want to start it again. So, yeah, that's one I'll come <laughs> back to for sure. Nice way I to can't, start. I it cannot off.
1: wait to listen yeah to the rest of it. Yeah, waste <laughs> stay hit it out of the fucking park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shaw do you want to take the next honors? Yeah, I guess I guess. Uh so I do have so I couldn't get clips for two of the albums, so we're just gonna have to do that. But the one clip that I did get, let's listen to that one. <laughs> Was abrupt sorry boys <laughs> 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 so that was uh the ep from psychroptic the watcher of all is that they are the... that
0: uh, that australian band aren't they yeah yes yeah, okay, yep yeah.
1: yep from hobart australia yeah the song that i had you guys listen to was i believe the watcher of us all yeah there we go nice so, so yeah, it's only a two-album EP. They have that and A Fragile Existence. Both songs are great. I wish it was a full length. I can't wait to hear what they're going to come out with. There's a breakdown at the end of that song that I didn't give you guys a chance to listen to. But it's a, it's a very brief, tasteful breakdown. So it's just like a, like a palate cleanser, and then it goes back into the thrash again. So yeah, I, I liked it.
2: They're definitely one of the, the tech-death bands I can get behind. Like yeah. I don't know I don't know exactly what it is that sets them apart but I I always thought they like really know how to fucking uh like mix the groove like with the tech death. I think that's what they mm-hmm. do best, you know what I mean? Like when they when they settle into like a groove and mix it with the technical stuff. I don't know. That's like what always gets me into them.
0: Yeah, there's just much more than the the tech side of it, the the American tech is just getting to be too much. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's
2: that Australian feel that they have with it, but yeah. Might like be. you said,
0: it's a groove. It just gets you every time. And they've got yeah.
2: the, uh, the brother, I think the brother dynamic too. There's like two brothers in the band. Oh, well, there you go. The drummer and the guitar. So like, man, I don't know. I, I just feel like whenever there's like the two brothers in a the band, they lock it's into always, that, like, yep. mm-hmm. that thing.
1: And the album art is fucking amazing. <laughs> so
5: it's just it's the two very, songs
1: though yeah it's just the two songs that's hmm. it it's weird too they put it on a 12 inch and in all so i mean they had hmm. you know i mean merch and everything for it so yeah 12 I mean, inch vinyl i mean and the vinyl looks beautiful too it's like on a what is what would that be it's like a marble it almost like gold with red accents to it it's a very nice looking vinyl hmm. so but yeah oh they have two colors too a transparent smoked as well that's a lot of work for for two songs. So would you buy a vinyl for two tracks? With it looking this awesome with the album art and the vinyl, yes. But I, I believe it is a waste of vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I, mean, it's not badly priced, though. $14, and I can completely understand during a COVID time. You know what I'm saying? So maybe they're trying to subsidize a little bit. I mean, they honestly did go all out. Like, the vinyl looks beautiful. The album art is amazing. I mean, a bunch of people in biblical times looking like they' about to get fucked up, and then you got this six eyed being staring down at them, who kind of looks like, you know, a reincarnate of a of a Jesus Christ or something, but like in a not pleasant form. I don't know. It just looks awesome. I don't. I really like the album art. I think it's cool. And like I said, the fact that they're doing, you know, that that marbling with the vinyl, and it's not just some black shit on it. I mean, yeah. So. It'd be hard for me to
2: pull the trigger on it unless it was like my favorite band and I I just wanted it.
1: I I mean, I feel you. I mean, I could just, so my thing is, is they only, they limited to 250 pieces on each color. So, I mean, 500 albums, they're not trying to break the bank with the shit. I mean, at that price, what are they really making? You know what I'm saying? In terms of pressing, you know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm, have yeah. to pay to get the albums pressed, and it, it costs a certain oh, amount it. for that. So, I mean, and it's coming from Australia. So, I mean, for it being $14, I mean, I understand you're still going to have to pay for shipping, but, like... Oh, yeah, I'm not I don't saying know, man, I, don't, I, I
2: don't think that it's justified price. It's more just, like... Okay, okay. Like, I feel
1: you. Yeah, two albums, two, two songs. Yeah, I feel don't,
2: you. Would I do that? Probably not.
1: But would you do it if you thought it looked this cool, though? If you thought, you know what I'm saying, you wanted to display the See, album artwork, <laughs> and then you got a ball and yeah. album right next to it that you can put up for... for <laughs> For 14 bucks, I mean, yeah. you're going to have to – you spend premium. And we're talking in the artisan era, you're in the $40 range for an album that looks like that. Yeah. So yeah. If, if,
2: if I'm displaying everything, then okay. Yeah. If it's like okay. half the, yeah. for the display and everything. It's, like I said, mm-hmm. if it's a band that I really, really am into and I just want to collect all their shit or support or, you know, like you said, display it, yes. Um, but it ha- it have to be the band because otherwise – I'm, I mean, I'm picky, man. Even, like, just fucking... I, sometimes I get... I don't even like two-song releases. I'm just always, like... It's just so quick, like, what am I going to do with that? Am I going to... If I buy a CD, I don't want to put that shit in my car. It's two songs. Am I going to... I feel like, you.
1: You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, I, I completely understand. There's i a guess time to place the only, for it, but... I, it was just being justified because I had the image in front of my eyes and it yeah. just looked so awesome that I contemplated pulling the trigger on it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Most of my vinyls I bought over the years were... Just albums I really loved and stuff, and then, like, Jay, like you said, like, I'm slowly getting, like, every Gate Creeper vinyl, you know, every release, just because, you know, I want to collect it, but I will say there is one, there is one release that one of you guys picked today. I'm gonna let you guys try to decide, but I bought it on
2: vinyl today. Because I liked it so much. Okay.
0: I think
1: I think it was one of my picks. Honestly, I'm going to be
2: honest. I can't wait to get the one of Shawnee's picks, but let's let's wait on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Uh, but real quick, going back to that, does the name uh, Shindy Rehal ring a bell to, in, or, or mean anything? No, no. He, I guess he was the one who did the artwork for that okay. album, and he's done artwork on other albums before. Um, I feel like
2: I might know which one Stan bought just based on the artwork. But we'll let's wait yeah, on he,
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, this artwork for Ingested <laughs> is awesome
2: all right let's do mine and then let's bring in our guest all right okay um speaking of speaking of gate creeper let's make that a smooth transition to my next pick because i think <laughs> if you're a fan of gate creeper and bolt thrower then don't even listen or listen to this but as soon as we stop just hit fucking purchase <laughs> You guys okay, over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo, is this We're good? <laughs> who, who is this? <laughs> this is the band Ry- Writhing Shadows. The song was Dark Rage and Bloodthirst. Uh, right. The album or the EP is uh, Perverse Beasts of War. Did you guys buy it?
1: No.
0: <sighs> I, I, didn't, no. I didn't buy it. I went to buy it, but it sold out on cassette, so no, I did not get it. <laughs> yeah, I
1: did. Oh, my God. I'm seeing that sold the fuck out. I just bought the digital you, for now. Is this the album that you were talking about, Stan? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah one. evil j brought a fucking banger of an album art but we'll get into that jolly j yeah this this song though this song uh a little slow i wish it would have been a little bit faster Ooh. i was enjoying it but i just felt like the groove was a little a little slow for that's me that's
2: what makes it good man it's that mid-tempo
0: style. I, I
1: get it yeah i
0: love that shit wait, wait. i'm i'm actually kind of pissed at you because you actually brought up a lot of good like underground good death metal that had cassettes and they all been sold out when I went to buy them. Oh, I'm sorry, but sorry, dude. <laughs> every, every time you post something on Facebook, it's like, go
2: purchase and sold out. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I would have liked a physical something for this, but I just went ahead and got the digital for now because I was wearing out the, you know, band camp you can listen to like a handful of times. But th- this is just, our, mm. like, just so up my alley, man. I mean, they're so upfront about like, you know, the bolt thrower worship. It's in their tags, you know, bolt thrower but um, they do it so well. I mean, it's not straight just Bolt Thrower. You know, they mix in some other stuff. And did, did, was the comparison okay with Gatecreeper, Bolt Thrower? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bolt Thrower for sure, yeah. I don't know. The vocals a little bit just had a kind of a Gatecreeper yeah, vibe to me. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. Simple. That's it. You heard You heard right there is what you heard. That's what you're going to get. Four songs of mid-tempo fucking just beautiful, beautiful stuff. I can't wait to see what they do next because they've got like – um. You got a few just short releases so far. I think I checked out the other ones, too. This one was my favorite, but they're all like four, you know, four songs or something. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they do for something like a full length.
1: It's interesting, too, from uh, the dirty south of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. To come up with sound like that from being down here, that's fucked okay. up. Yeah, that's dirty, too. Birmingham, shit. <laughs> Explains the sound, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good pick, though. Yes, Thank it you. is. Thank you. All right. Back to Staniel. Uh, let's go
0: with, this is probably my EP of the, uh, that's, a, that's a bold statement, but <laughs> the, a top EP of the year. Let's go with Arant.
2: Okay. One I have not listened to yet.
1: Back boys. that was nice. Yeah, that yeah. was
0: beautiful, you know, isn't it? It is yeah. beautiful. Yep, yep. <laughs> one fucking woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm that. Wow. one woman. <laughs> Damn, Damn. Uh, should have brought this up for the last fucking episode, man. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Shout out. That's
0: right. I, I went back to it, like going back and and uh, going through the year, and I went back to it. I listened to it before, and then I just went back and uh, forgot how good it was. That I makes me to, fucking
1: the jaws down. From, uh, I need to put it up. A bird.
0: I'm not familiar with them, but
2: I I know of them.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. I was
2: reading that they were, they had a pretty good album from last year. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't like my favorite ever, but th- this really, I yeah, it's really the vocals good. Just are amazing, and then like the way Dude, she, she so went from like the harsh shit to like the beautiful stuff. Like man, so
0: talented. Like playing those drums a blasting like that and like just like the whole thing is just like she does it so well and you could tell there's like a lot of thought in it. Mm-hmm. Um the arrangements and you know what parts to go with what and just there's a lot of thought,
2: it's just really good. Which song was that? That was um First one. Hold on. I will not the remember. Morphic Burden? Yes. Okay. And the track the album's self titled. Yes, yeah, self titled, yep. So is the whole the whole album kind of like uh that yeah, vibe a lot Yeah,
0: it's got right those there? parts that, yeah, it, it, exactly. It's got the fast parts, the slow parts, you know, the drawn out parts. And it's just good. The one yeah. the last, uh, the last song's it's a cover. I'm a too Not too the on the cover, but her a shit like original shit is just really good.
2: Okay. Damn, I'm in- very intrigued, very intrigued. Yes.
1: Yeah, same here, man. Very, very like, intrigued. Very, very one fucking go. woman.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You don't you don't see that too much. No, no. you never see that. We when have we about ever it,
1: seen it before?
2: On that last episode I just did with the women and heavy music, there was one artist on there. Okay, that was like one woman black metal. But um, that that was like one of the first. I I did come across another one the other day. But it's it's you know it's cool when that comes up. It's just not something you see every day. So yeah, one person doing anything, let alone one woman in metal it's just uh, that's fucking mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. yeah
1: yes it is alright I Charity, guess uh, can you that up? Uh, not really no fuck <laughs> not at all I guess the next one that I will bring then is going to be Cosmo Steel Blood. alright by Greenwich which song are we going with for that? Um, for this one let's just go with Cellar Dweller let's go pick
2: brought that pick? Was that was
1: that you stand? No. I that know me? <laughs> that was it's so actually me. It? <laughs> yeah. It's the speed. That was fucking Jotty? Yeah. <laughs> At first Hold I on. was like, oh dirty death, dirty death. And then it started picking up and I was like, all right, I kinda like this. <laughs> Dude, I was just, I was like half
0: blown away by the music and then half blown away. I was like, what the fuck is Shoddy? No, he's like down
1: this hole. <laughs> it's not a hole. It's not, a, it's one album, boys. One album. I was
2: like, dude, if Shoddy does go down this road, our podcast is fucked because it's just going to be dirty yeah, yeah.
1: fucking death every episode. No, I mean, honestly, so I don't know. I came across and then honestly, it was the, the artwork was like, what the fuck is this? It just looked weird. The name, I was like, that's definitely dirty. And then I started listening to it and it just wasn't. I, know, I liked it. It wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, the same dirty that I was used to you guys bringing me. So, To Devour the Flesh of the world was also another standout track that I had listened to
0: Yeah, I immediately purchased Cassette. Yes! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't know if it was my, this one, or if it was Jason's, one of Jason's picks, because his album art is amazing, but, okay, ballin'.
2: Dude, I, when I saw the name Green Witch, I was like, okay, what do we got, like some Stone or Doom?
1: like yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like yeah <laughs> it's like a, such a Jordan. weird name for that <laughs> i agree uh, just some boys from philly i guess i don't really know what the, the name means but and then yeah no, the, the album the, the name of the album cosmo steel blood trinity i thought it was hippie shit too i was like what is this <laughs> yeah but then it's once i hit play it's i was got like some no
2: good like uh concept shit behind it when i was checking it out earlier but it's uh, It's got some weird shit going on, which I really like. Like, you add a little bit of that weird factor in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a fucking strong pick, man. The vocals were, were different yeah. in a good way.
1: Well, that is, yep, exactly. It's not the traditional Dirty Death that you guys have brought me. There's something different about it that my ears were like, I like this.
2: I couldn't believe you picked something with HM2 pedal.
0: I know.
1: But the, even, to, <laughs> it just even the, pedal, all, all, but all, even the just... pedal is muted in this, though. I don't feel like it's as bad as it is. And I don't want to say bad because I'm going to get shit for that. It's and not as aggressive. Like, I, see, I as know what it you're is. saying it's not up yeah. front in the mix in your you're face. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. It's not the front and center of the album. You know that they're using it, but it's the way that it should be mixed <laughs> in the album. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's a three out of three recommendation. Yeah. yeah. I was blown away.
1: You're welcome, boys. <laughs> thank you thank you i'm bowing in my seat <laughs> and waving to the crowd <laughs> uh,
2: all right is it me yes yes it is all right all right so uh i wanted to mix it up a little bit i, I have been on a bit of a black metal uh, kick lately so i thought this was a good one to, to finally bring in here so for this one this the band is uh Stormkeep. the yes. album is is gal drum So let's give it a listen and uh, I'll give some background on it.
1: shit yeah (laughs) that was the track
2: glass caverns of dragon kings
1: (laughs) yeah that was i mean first of all the album artwork holy shit yeah holy shit and then second of all talking about like that one i I just want Uh, it yeah i I completely agree with you man that's i mean you might see that on the game show or on the end of the year award show that's fucking something else yeah (laughs) i agree i was thinking the same thing the only gripe is the vocals, a little bit drowned, you know, in the background. Dude, I love, I, but, I I thought it was so good. I mean, I agree; everything
0: I just, was just perfect.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys know uh, the background of this band at all? No, not at all. Well, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> enlighten me, Jason. Uh,
1: I cannot read.
2: <laughs> it's got uh, Isaac. Isaac uh, from Blood Incantation. He uh, he's the drummer for Blood Incantation. I, I, I it seems like he's like the most involved with this one. He does, yeah. The credits say like drums, keyboards, guitars, vocals. So it seems like he's 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 kind of holding the doing the heavy lifting on this one. But then it's also got the Wayfarer guitarist and I forget who else is in the band now that I'm Cobalt live guitarist. Anyways, a lot of or no shit, that might be Wayfarer. I don't know. It's got it's got some of that cross pollination going on. So there's the talent is obviously there. So that's what put this shit on my radar. They put out a demo like last year or something like that. And it was, it was cool. I didn't like pay it the most attention. I remember just checking it out just cause of who was in it. But this one came out this year and uh, man, just fucking transports so, you away, man. Takes you right over to fucking Mordor, the mm-hmm. fucking castle doors. <laughs> and
1: like, Oh man, it's fucked up, man. I can't wait to listen to the rest of it.
2: Yeah. yeah so this might be
0: a bold statement. I'm, I'm going to, I know I'm going to get shit for this, but
1: okay. I like this
0: so much better than that any of that Wayfarer album. <laughs> oh, com- well, yeah! I know, I know. It's gonna give me some. I'm gonna get some yeah. shit for this, but.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I get it though. That's not that style of black metal is not gonna be for everybody. Yeah, so well, I this get it. was I get just it. fucking just perfect, <laughs> dude. It's I I just this is like so far up my alley because I do love anything with. If you do the medieval thing right, I love it. But beyond that they do that second wave like they just i I want my black metal to have the fucking tremolo picking. I want it to be, you know, I love all that stuff. And they just they they do all that so well. And like instantly I think of like shit like Satyricon, like early shit, you know, dark medieval times, all that kind of stuff like that. You know, it's not like they're breaking new ground necessarily, but like they just they do it in a way where man, you're just fucking transported off and it's just perfect. Like even all the synth elements, like the dungeon synth shit and all that mm-hmm. like like the last track it's purely instrumental but like it all works in a way where it fucking fits and it makes me just want to hit play again like this is definitely a purchase but i want the physical i know they're sold out right now
1: mm. Yeah, i'm pissed off there's no vinyl either like i'd buy the vinyl it's just yeah, what i'm saying
2: I, I want the the vinyl for that one
1: i don't even see it on here though
2: it was all, but, all i see
1: is digital album and compact disc oh they might have taken it off when it got sold out instead of or van everybody.
2: van records is where you can is where you can uh, get okay, it but, okay okay yeah
1: but yeah great pick dude great
2: fucking yeah. pick gold drum is the album Stormkeep. keep gold drum is the album but
1: go fucking check it out Goldrum. stan let's see what do you what right. do you have next
2: no no let's bring out oh. our guest here
1: oh the guest my bad my bad
3: What's, so what's happening y'all? We're talking about EPs, we talking about demos, what's what's good? Whatever you want to bring to us. Oh shit, okay, well. Alright, <laughs> well I didn't, I'm already, like I said, I'm fucking up in, in the game here. I don't have the link, I didn't, I have the link copy, I don't know how to share it to y'all. I guess we'll do that whenever, or however, but uh, we're going to talk about some Texas shit first. First and foremost. Fuck uh, yeah. We're going to talk about uh, Sallow Moth first and foremost. We're going to go with him first. It's, uh, it's on some one man death metal shit, you know what I mean? It's very, um, they're all, it's all a one long, uh, running concept story about like, is like two factions, right? There's like these moth people who were trying to do some like preservation organic type shit. And then there's this cat serve who's like a cyborg of some type, but he runs like this space exploration and they're like, they're down for colonization of the planet. It's kind of like kind of deal. And then there's like a renegade moth faction and it's all converging all together and shit. And there's mad warfare. And it's kind of like, it's very sw- heavy Swano vibes. Heavy Swano. Or I'm probably saying his last name wrong. But. God, you had to. you want
0: man death metal, but I mean, this yeah. is. <laughs>
3: yeah, my bad shit. I thought y'all was bored as a bitch. I, was, I thought, man, I'm just sitting here talking excited. and no what am saying. I'm trying to figure uh, out
0: what the name is, though.
3: That's the problem. Yeah,
1: so Sam, you see right above you, there's the hashtag lounge. It. You can share the link in there, and then we can just click on it if that's easy for you.
3: Arcane Treachery? Yeah, Arcane Treachery in the oh. second song, the second song. I got you. Okay, the wh- second wh- song to start that bitch and just play that motherfucker, man. Where's
1: that link? At, Jason? where's the link. At? <laughs> yeah, you need to share the link. Sam,
2: right. are you on drugs? No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that description was was pretty fucked up, buddy.
1: <laughs> no, he's just that's the song. He, he's I know, not the I, I don't up know. one It's the people who make They're this. On drugs. They're the ones on drugs. Yeah, yeah. That gets interesting, man. Here yeah, I didn't want to turn it off, but I f- like I want to listen to both songs in their entirety because that's fucking some. It's good shit. <laughs> yeah, that
3: shit. That shit is that shit is a slapping. He's got some good. He's got some good stuff.
1: <laughs> I was really, really, really enjoying the fucking groove too. Like you could like.
3: Oh yeah, man. Yeah, uh-huh. Gary. Gary's a very, very talented dude. He does. I think this is the only release where it wasn't all him. I think he had a dude do, do the drums. Mm-hmm. this time around but he's i think every other release oh excuse me it was just been him and uh a, a, f- from what i understand i don't know it doesn't say this explicitly in the liner notes for this release so i don't know if it's the case but he donates like a lion's share of his profits to like uh wildlife preservation funds and shit like that. Wow. Damn. Righteous so, shit.
1: Good yeah. man. Good man. What a fucking concept, yeah, man. That's I nuts.
2: I was yeah. reading that shit uh on the bandcamp page, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fucking <laughs> it's fucking wild,
1: right? <laughs> the album art is amazing too. Uh, mm-hmm. beautifully oh, dude, illustrated.
3: He just dropped the fucking art for his new his new uh LP, new album that's coming out. This shit is uh the guy um Adam Burke. Adam Burke, did he? Are y'all familiar with his work at all?
1: No, sir. Just but, the name. Oh, okay. yeah, um,
3: a, yeah, Adam Burke. No, I keep. Uh, anyway, it don't matter. The fucking artwork fucking rules. <laughs> I'll share it in the group at some point or something. Alright, so next we got damn, a band called Oil Spill from where I'm living right now, Denton a little ways out from Dallas. Alright, so they're um, kind of hard to describe. They're, they're like imagine if Crylis and Yellow Eyes was a little crustier with some sludge in the mix. <laughs> and that's kind <laughs> of okay. what you're
2: dealing with. What songs should we hit on that one?
3: Let's go ahead and just hit the uh, first one. I think it's called uh, Great Black Pit and start that one at about three, three minutes. I'd start at about three minutes
1: oh my god hold on before we talk though limited special edition cassette and sega genesis cartridge box
3: yo they're one of one <laughs> <What>? oh, <laughs> it, 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 it was one of one yeah, it was one of one i know <laughs> the guy who made that oh <laughs> yeah. my god one yeah. of
1: that's fucked
3: did on cool. some real wacky shit with, with the team, bro. <laughs> okay
1: all right i'm hitting Playboys. all, all right. right here we go Yeah, I'm back, I'm back. I gotta say,
2: I like when, you know, I like when U.S. black metal,
1: Uh, like, (laughs)
2: like throws their own, like, Mm -hmm. uh... Uh, region sound in there, yeah. And I got, you can see here the fucking dirty Texas, like, yes, you can. You could just Most. hear that in there, man. That was that was cool.
3: Yeah, did you see in the liner notes recorded in a church under a full moon? Yeah, yeah, there's some wild folks. There's some wild folks.
1: So, click on the image that I just sent. That's their fucking band that's the vocal. That's, it, and that's the
3: vocalist with the cowboy yeah, hat on. That's
1: yeah. what I saw. So that's what I was looking at. <laughs> I was looking at oil spillers, Elaine Hubbard vocals, and then I click on that and see that this little... Thing with blonde hair sitting there with a pink cowboy hat on, standing well, in, traditional black metal photo from the top half, sure. and then you see her. <laughs> right. Well,
3: here's the, here's the thing with Elaine. The next day, she probably had the first time I ever met her, she had orange ha- orange ass hair, and a long sleeve King Diamond shirt with like orange lettering that matched her hair. And then the next time I saw her, she was on some like Fifth Element type shit. So she changes <laughs> oh, her look. Like, okay. com- she's just that's just the type of shit she's on all she's the time. She's just a, a she's,
1: classy, classy woman, is what
3: it looks like to I, me. I, I mean, yeah, she's. I don't know if I'd say that, but she's cool. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) She she used to run a... Before the virus, she used to run this uh, house show... Venue called the Boner Garage, which oh. I thought was pretty fucking funny. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I said, she sounds like a classy lady too. Classy I don't, woman. Yeah. yeah classy no, no, she's like woman. I said, she's cool. She's I mean, cool. She, def- sure. <laughs> she got the black metal look down with the face for sure. For
3: yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, Most yeah. definitely.
1: Another, oh, uh, sir, that's another great pick by you.
3: Sick. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll move. Go. Okay. Now, here's the thing with this one. I don't know if it counts, but I mean, because technically, I found out. And it's funny because when I first listened to this, I was like, "This did not does not sound like something that would have come out this year." And it's because it technically didn't. It's a re release. It's by a it's by a band called a uh, Wreck of the Minotaur out of um, London, I believe, somewhere in the UK. And it's called a Little Roy One on One. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I think okay. Roy is some sort of English slang. But I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe
1: maybe one of our English blokes can let us know what. Yeah, maybe I'll,
3: maybe old Phil can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, but yeah, yeah, and just uh, start that first joint from the top, man. It's it's just it's on it's just like it's like 2006 era math core grind like bocchi type shit. First track, yep. you said? Uh, just the, the first one. The first one. Big yeah. money, Stella. <laughs>
2: I cut out the nice little <laughs> jazzy section I'm still there. going
1: with it, but I can hear you. <laughs> dude,
2: that brought me right back to the mid-2000s, I man. was just going to say the yeah. same
1: thing, man. A 2000s me would have loved this. Not that I didn't like it now, but this would have been my wet dream back right. in
3: the day. Fucks yeah, dude. Yeah, it goes pretty hard. Yeah, I, I like it. It's not like the most stellar thing I've ever heard in my life, but I was kind of like, oh, that's pretty cool. I haven't heard something that sounded like that in a, yeah. well, you know, since then. Well, I, I guess, dude, the thing that I would say <laughs> yeah. about it is,
1: I mean... While it, it does bring me back to the early two thousands, it does still hold today. Like I don't know how much of the remaster is you know making up for that. Right. You know, right. I don't know what they changed from twenty. 20- I have no idea.
3: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I was
1: <laughs> I mean, I I was liking the changes. It wasn't too monotonous. Sometimes they just hit you for too long, and mm. this found a way to just break it up. Right when I was getting to the edge of wanting to hear what they had to say, they changed right. it and it was refreshing again. So
3: uh-huh. yeah, I,
1: I was enjoying it, man.
3: Very cool. Very cool. All right. In the uh, vein of wild ass grind shit, I got another one. I believe these fellas are from Australia. They're called Cemetery and the album is called Potion. You can listen to the whole motherfucking thing and probably, you can drive to Taco Bell. That's how I listened to it the first time. I just on my way to Taco Bell ordering the food in time. I got my burritos. I was out. The album was done. Okay. You know what I mean? Done deal. That's, that's what, that's how a critic really gets shit done. That's how you really multitask fellas. (laughs) Now, anyhow, but yeah, just play um, play any old damn song off of that one because they're all nutty as hell.
2: Damn, those are some vocals, man. Pretty fucked up.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, that shit is a b- b- bananas, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, you,
1: you must have very close to a Taco Bell, sir. I'm not saying that this is any longer than about six, seven minutes.
3: No, uh, yeah, you're right on both accounts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's again not something not the kind of stuff that I listen to all the time, but it's you know it's cool to get a little nuts sometimes you know i mean listen to some it was interesting off the i mean the guitar shit. was doing some
2: bat shit stuff i got my attention now the vocals were a little off the wall for me but
3: yeah i got you i got gotcha, you gotcha. yeah i kind of i dig that kind of like not that he is quite so much towards that this, this potion or cemetery guy whatever the fuck he is the cemetery guy but i kind of like that like mike patton real spastic off the wall shit i really like that yeah, in, I especially feel that. in grind music but uh and i guess to uh I guess I'll sum it up real quick because I'm just I'm just talking too much and making a fool of myself. We're gonna go with this because not enough people have talked about how good fi- this Firelink album was. Oh, is. this is on my list to check out. I'm so glad you brought this. This shit is thumping, 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 boys. I'm telling you, especially if you're into Dark Souls at all. Psh, psh, okay, it's, it's the shit. these
1: are local boys we got some atlanta no no these these
3: are not legal these are not local boys i wish the fuck they local to
1: me they're local to me atlanta georgia oh are
3: they really yeah oh oh, you're in georgia oh okay fucks yeah okay right on right on right on very cool all right so what song are we listening to we're gonna ah that's the one i was showing i would say just go i could say we're demons bore
1: okay Yeah.
2: So are we talking kind of overall like progressive kind of stuff on this? Uh, I mean...
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I don't know that I would say progressive. I feel like I would just say it's just drawing out fucking melodic black metal. It's like almost atmospheric mm. at times where it's taking you on a fucking journey. Yeah. I mean, Jason, do you if when he said the Dark Souls reference, do you get what he's talking about? I just know it's a game, but I But mean, the game like with this is- music fucking signifies what you go through in the game. It's lots of slow passages and then it fucking builds up and you have this great Battle against something and then it's fucking small Mm. again after that. So it's really like this musical journey while playing that game would be beautiful. And I, yeah, I mean, I don't play Dark Souls, I've never played any of them. It's too frustrating i guess um oh, I and mean, it's shit, that shit like that i guess but yeah that's my I,
3: absolute favorite game of all time i mean i, I respect a lot
1: of people who play it because it is fucked up but yeah it, oh, i yeah. definitely <laughs> need to <laughs> i definitely need to listen to the rest of this it's, it takes it, it takes it a real got,
3: sick fucking person to enjoy that game i'll tell you but <laughs> yeah it does. fucking but uh it's yeah this album this is definitely i mean in my top five if not top three for the year i mean it's, even if it wasn't even if i didn't get the references to dark souls like it would still be the musicianship is fantastic the songwriting is really what sticks out to me like the arrangements i think are just there i mean are nothing that i guess you haven't probably heard before especially you know guys that listen to a lot of shit but i don't know they're really impressive to me for some reason
1: but dude if even if we've heard it before when it's done right it's done right and it fucking sounds awesome well and yeah From exactly. the little two minutes that i heard here like i said i can't i mean they're on the lengthy side but i still can't wait to take that journey
3: yeah, so. dude, that i wish i'd had known the time because there's a part in king's Seeker that's one of the heaviest fucking things i've ever heard in my life but it, it and it's it is the build-up to it is so fucking sick especially if you know about dark souls but well, that's I mean, you heard me laughing
1: thing. when i was just listening to demon's board that the vocal like power yeah. that was behind his crescendo <laughs> yeah, when he, yeah i was just like what the fuck is go-? it's yeah, yeah that
3: dude has got i mean they mm-hmm. put an album before this called uh, the Inveterate Flame. Um, I think it was last year, might have been year before last, but um, which was good, but it was way more on the, it was way more stripped down, and the arrangements weren't so. Sam, No? Oh, oh damn, I'm sorry, man. My the bad. The last
1: thing we heard was arrangements, but
3: oh shit. Well, anyways.
1: Yeah, but so real quick, though, <laughs> would you recommend us not to listen to the last one then? Oh no, absolutely,
3: I would recommend oh, okay. it. Okay. I would good. absolutely recommend it because it, you can see like how they've exponentially gotten better like uh, by a lot by a lot
1: well i will be looking uh, for them when covid releases its grasp on humanity (laughs) i will be looking forward to seeing them because i'm assuming they should be playing you know at home before they go out on the road so you
3: would you would think right you would think yep Yep. hell yeah boys Well, that's all i got for you tonight i appreciate you having me on and uh dealing with hey before
2: you go dude hey hey what's uh What's that? You seem pretty plugged into like the Texas scene, man. Like what's it, what's the scene like down there?
3: Well, uh, what's well, it's all it's kind of all different depending on where you live because I mean as y'all all know, geographically speaking, fucking Texas is a really big fucking place. It's I mean we went, we measure uh distances and time and not actually mileage. But uh, we um I mean where I live personally, I live in Denton, which like I said is like an hour away from Dallas, and the the, the difference is really big. Like there's a lot there's a, here in Denton specifically, there's a lot of like unique shit. There's like a different, there's a band that sounds like every kind of shit you would want to hear. Like there's punk bands, there's doom bands, there's tech death bands, there's power metal bands. Out in Dallas, Fort Worth, it's not so much. There's a big, um, I mean, like Frozen Soul is from Dallas, for example. I'm sure y'all know Frozen Soul. Like, yeah. and they're, they've gotten some acclaim recently and there's a big, like that thing, OSDM, and there's kind of a, a thrash thing going on but it's mostly OSDM revival shit or um, like slam brutal shit like not like deeds of flesh like good brutal shit in my opinion like more like uh, uh, shit who am I trying to think of devourment type shit like and who is also from Texas who I mean if no offense to anyone who likes them I just am not really into that kind of slam personally but yeah but uh, yeah, that's kind of. But then down in San Antonio, it's a whole different shit. Like it's there's it's 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 different. It's just different depending on where you're living. But okay. But it's strong. Okay. Dude. It's it's wild. Like it sounds.
1: It sounds it, man. I mean, from the yeah. couple you know Texas tracks that you brought us. I mean, they got put on my listen to list. So.
3: Oh, I mean, yeah, and I only brought those because that just those just came out this year. You yeah, know what I mean, that's the you know how that the shit is the scene is great, but unfortunately, like right shit was all about to get rolling, like my my band's about to release an EP. A lot of bands were about to release shit about a lot to about, about to do a lot of things, like getting events together, and then this shit happened. Yeah. So like the Kaiba like in every fucking like, God damn it, bro. <laughs> if only I could fly, man.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Hey, what's your band's name, dude? Uh, Fuck it's called, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Good, thanks, man. I'm, my drummer would be so upset if I'd have gotten <laughs> off the phone. <laughs> He'd have been like, you fucking dummy, man. Um, yeah, it's a lament configuration, like the, uh, the puzzle box in the Hellraiser movies. Oh, okay, okay. <sighs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. It nice. wasn't my first pick between us boys, <laughs> but it was the one <laughs> It was the one that everyone liked when I suggested uh, it. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it, but let's go. No Away okay. we go. Well,
1: I'll make sure we throw a link in the description below for uh, yeah, the listeners. And honestly, man, it's been Nothing short of a fucking pleasure having you on. I, oh, I haven't sure laughed this that. long in a long in a while. So
3: Well, right on. Fellas. <laughs> you know, I thank appreciate you so it.
1: much, man. You stay safe, enjoy the holidays, and we thank you so much for being a fucking glorious Patreon listener.
3: Hey, you know it, man. Y'all keep doing it. I'll keep listening. <laughs> thank you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it easy, y'all. All right later, Bye, man. man.
1: Uh I fucking loved having Sam on. I think we're gonna try to make this Somewhat of a regular occurrence to bring our you know the Patreon yeah. listeners on. Not that we're running out of ideas. Yeah, more variety and I mean look what Sam brought us. I would I mean there was a fucking band in my own backyard that I hadn't heard of. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it's always good to um, you know fucking Ranch more out. more people make the party more lively. So right. nobody nobody likes sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well <laughs> I guess back to us. <laughs> yeah, Stan. Let's see what do you, what right. do you have next? Let's go Dod.
2: Who's that, stand? Uh
0: So I know him by Disciple of De- De- Um, But I guess they just changed their name like a, a day ago or something. So now it's <laughs> okay. Autosarcophagy. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to try. Autosarcophagy? Yeah. One dude. I know there's a couple Patreon people that will back me up on this, but I, I think this is like the demo of the year. It's just... <laughs> he's, he's got this atmospheric death metal that's just fucking... Takes you on a journey. It's I just, couldn't
2: put my finger on like
0: was it black? Was it death? It's, I know. it's mostly death. Okay, and there's a okay. lot of blood incantationish parts hmm. in it, but it's just kind of a, a atmosphere to it, and you can hear it in like the like slower, cleaner parts. And yeah, but it's just a it's just a really good demo, and I'm like I'm really excited to see what he does like full length wise. Hopefully, does he, he have anything else out? It's a one he, dude. Yeah, it's one dude. He's got an EP from last year. I never even checked it out yet. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I take that back. I think he had a drummer on this one. But he, it's, okay. it's like one of those things we're talking about earlier. Really. He did it in the past. Like it was just him. But I think he had help yeah. on this. But yeah.
2: yeah. But the cover looks like fucking black metal. It's all hell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like your traditional mountain water. It's side the one water.
0: I. We both, brought, I think me and Donovan brought it up on our collection episode. It's one of those demos. I I have like the number seven copy
2: of it or something. Okay. Really, yeah. I was intrigued by it. I didn't know what my thoughts were totally. It was like... Listen to the whole thing, own... I think. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I probably should. Well, I listened to a couple of tracks when like you had sent this one, and the only thing I just wasn't sure about it, like it really went all over the place, mm-hmm. like style-wise, like, I was like, okay, I like that part. Then I was like, well, wait, I don't know. That's What's going on here? So, I don't know. Maybe I just need to hear it again. But, I mean, it is a demo. But um, Yeah, exactly. It might just be me. It was just, like, something to do with, like, the styles going all over the place. That's but, why I think uh, I
0: liked it because it was different. Because, I mean, d- d- when you're talking demo of the year, I mean, it's easy to put any of those maggot stomp demos up there, yeah. you know. They're all good. But, like, this one, is just it was intriguing enough. And it was
2: just. Yeah. Yeah. Had that badass Iron Maiden cover at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, I'm intrigued by like I said, I didn't it wasn't like an instant
1: buy or anything like that, but I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: No, fair enough. Shoddy.
1: Uh the last one. It's uh demuger uh is the name of the album and it is by like Anthropilla. <laughs> I
2: think it's Demiurge.
1: Demiurge. <laughs> yeah, is the name whatever. Fuck off. Let's just <laughs> listen to the song Savages.
2: Just look in the notes for all these fucking names. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm so we're we're <laughs> very sorry. We can't pronounce shit.
2: yeah for for tech death i like this
1: yeah it has like some blackish elements in it that Mm -hmm. i guess that's what that's the reason why i brought it i thought that it there would be something that you guys would like it wasn't just straight tech death so
2: no yeah something uh one of the highlights for me because i checked out actually a few tracks from this and uh like the vocals
1: yeah for sure that's what stood out to me dude was the vocals
2: he just, I don't know if it's just one guy, but it's like always changing.
1: No, yeah, no, they no? have they had a couple uh, vocal guests. So um, they had. I
2: saw that, but even even on uh, mm-hmm. the, just the tracks where there's no, vocal you're right. Guest,
1: yeah, you're right. He does have some range to him.
2: Yeah, I think I think he's just a, a pretty good vocalist. Like mm-hmm. he goes from that black and stuff. Sometimes he does the weird. Sometimes it sounds like the guy from Slugs, you know, a little bit. Or yeah, like yeah. Travis from Cattle like just mixes a lot of stuff in there where like it really it kept my attention more than it probably would have like for that style like i just i'm not usually that into that but like i gave it a good chance and i was like okay this actually is kind of cool i got through quite a few songs and i was like kind of digging it
0: yeah i i liked it i don't have a lot to say about it i just i didn't turn it off you know (laughs) it was good yeah i don't want to i don't want to no spoilers if you don't no comment that's fine but you know that they had a full length this year
1: no i did not oh okay Mm -hmm. uh the blood moon chronicles
0: yeah might be uh, worth checking out.
1: Yeah, might be a, might be worth checking out. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a good pick for sure. All right, last ones. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any uh, more after
1: the, uh, after that, so I'm actually yeah. done.
2: Okay. Yeah, this is my last okay. one right here.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> this
2: one uh, is uh, is another short little uh, four release EP demo. I'm not sure exactly what it is. The band is called Suppression, and uh, the album is Repugna- Repugnant Remains. This one was brought to me by Michael Tote on uh, one of our one of our other Patreon listeners in our Facebook group a while ago. I did I brought it up in our in, when I was talking to uh, David from Undragon uh, a while back. So I mean, you, if someone might have checked it out from that, but I didn't play a clip or anything. I thought it deserved its own spotlight because i've been i still go back to it like all the time so let's give it a let's give it a listen That was um, the track uh, "Human Rotting Flesh." Nice Martin Van Junin style vocals. Can never go wrong with that. But otherwise, really, Man, well it's a weird done mix, vocals. right? Like uh, fucking old that bass, death. you got- that fucking bass. <laughs> yeah, right. Just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, he knows what he's doing, I guess. From what I I read this somewhere, pretty sure the bassist actually like like writes the majority of it. Mm. Which kind of makes sense, right, yeah hmm but yeah, I think that really works well I mean I, I mean, I always love when there's a there's a good bass mix in there so if they're doing some cool shit and and it kind of makes a lot of these songs stand out a little bit more just with the with the bass lines and everything, but just I don't know, it's just the perfect mix of like thrash and death and it's only four songs, but man if they put out a full length, I know it's gonna be good, yeah it's not, I don't know unspeakable acts which I don't uh, you know, I'm not the biggest thrash guy in the world. Like, I I do love a good thrash album and everything, but they are one label. Like, if I'm looking for thrash, that's definitely one to uh, get your recommendations from. I think. Mm-hmm. Did you try picking this one up, Stan? Uh,
0: I did. Pick, this is actually the vinyl I bought. Oh, <laughs> you guys! I think yeah. you guys got uh you got it mixed up. I bought the shoddy's cassette, but this is the vinyl mm. I bought. I just okay, okay. It, I mean, I mean, the the artwork's cool. It's nothing amazing. I just wanted mm-hmm. to get I wanted to get this a physical because just because I like the music so much, so I was like, yeah, "Fuck, it, I'm gonna yeah. buy the vinyl." I haven't bought one in a while.
2: Yeah, fuck yeah, dude.
0: I, I kind of like the cover. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's cool. Eyeball. <laughs> it's not like one you need to have on vinyl, but it's also yeah. I just wanted it because the music was so good. Yeah. Shoddy, what would you think?
1: It wasn't my wheelhouse. I mean, I wasn't hating it. I didn't turn it off, but I don't know how much I, I would listen. I to just it. don't
0: know what Shoddy's wheelhouse is. Yeah, because <laughs> like he'll like he'll throw out like this fucking random outlier. <laughs> you know, they're I like, know, I like
1: yeah. I, I, maybe I just need to listen to more of it or another track or something. I don't know.
2: I was I thought maybe you would be into it because it it's kind of technical in a way, more like technical thrash. You uh, know, in yeah, a way, yeah. I guess. Yep. But. Maybe that's why I know you're not the biggest thrash guy, but
1: I think that's what it was. It's just a little too heavy on the thrash.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I
2: thrash for me, like if you mix it with death, I'm usually more in, or if you mix it with hardcore with some crossover stuff, I like that. You know, I don't hear like a ton of new thrash that comes out. That's like pure thrash
0: that I
1: love. But, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's you know. kind of a dying genre. Unfortunately, I've been, been eating up the crossover as as stuff,
0: but Wait, yeah, just, just, I've been eating up the crossover, the more hardcore, Mm-hmm. But the, the the straight thrash no, this one like you put those vocals like I think I bought it because the vocalist was so damn good.
2: <laughs> yeah, he nails it. He nails it. And it makes me th- I I keep wanting to go back to um that Skeletal Remains album. Did you ever get to, to that one from this year, stand?
0: I haven't. It's on my list, and I I I have a feeling it might be one of those ones I just might not ever get to. It's yeah. kind of I just thought of it because the vocal style
2: like he does a really yeah. good like Martin Van Juden style, you know? Yeah gave it a listen when it came out but i I gotta get back to that one too yeah no it's on my uh, list
0: but it's just so there's a i I actually haven't realized how much shit there is this year
2: (laughs) yeah tell me about it
0: catch up time yeah well i got one more for you guys if you want it i'll take it all right yep let's just listen to it this is the one i didn't send you guys
1: Fuck yeah!
2: You like it? Come, huh. yeah. I'm, I finally checked it out
1: too. <laughs> I'm back.
2: What track did you pick for that? Buried face down, dude. Person. Man, Carcass is one of those bands. Like, as soon as that first note hit, it was like, man, I, I, you know, you you know, it's Carcass. Like, immediately, it's like such a signature sound that, like, Wait, no, 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 no. Oh, hold on, hold on, this ain't Carcass.
1: Oh. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, is it yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Jesus wept?
1: Yes. <laughs> Damn! Oh, I was gonna Detroit. say. I seriously, Jason started talking about carcass, and I was like, Oh yeah, what the, no, it's heavy. what the fuck are yeah. you talking about, <laughs> dude. dude? This isn't. I didn't hear this. Dude. What did it stand? No, Get?
0: this is a Detroit band, Shotty. Oh, I just dude, I bro. forgot just about this l- EP. S- yeah, dude. It's actually it's a so it's a compilation.
2: So I don't know what that means, but.
0: Well, I, I just seen, seen it the other like day. Their,
2: I think it was just like some other stuff from their demos and shit, but I Probably,
0: think it's still yeah. like an EP. Yeah. i just seen this the other day and I was like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> it, I, and then I was like, they, they're from Detroit. I was like, no way. Like, this is so good. Dude. I've had too many beers. I should have known that was not that car No, but <laughs> they the really it's like do. It, you can honestly they like. do that sound. Yeah. The
0: vocalist <laughs> is so, so Jeff Walker. It's like. Yeah. But they they got this hardcore crossover. Thing going on and i just I, yeah it makes me proud to be from this state <laughs> <When> this <shit laughs> like this comes out <laughs> so you 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 checked out this band before
2: yeah i said i sent this to shoddy one day oh did you? just because he's always a pretty big carcass fan and shit mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i just thought he would like it i don't know if you ever listened to it shoddy, I, honestly, but,
1: I don't think i did man or if i did i didn't remember it because that yeah. was yeah because
2: i remember listening to him being like you know almost like want to like say give them shit you know because it's like man this just sounds like carcass Mm -hmm. but but they do it so well and it's such a good time listening to it and really they do vary it up like you said they've got that like hardcore edge in there and there's enough things you know to vary it up i mean the production wise and all that like they're obviously going just for that that carcass sound and they they Mm -hmm. pull it off like really well it's just a fun ep yeah exactly
0: fun (laughs) I was just, like, the first time listening to it, I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, I don't think I've had, like, a like a first time listen to anything this year that's like, blew me away. You know, it, it, I lived with stuff, and, like, I learned a lot. Like, I love stuff for a reason, you know, after taking time yeah. with it. But, like, this was, like,
2: instant, like, oh, wow, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. I was the same way. I, I, I totally loved it. Oh, yeah. Shot, you got to fucking catch up, buddy. Yeah,
1: I really do. I got to... Uh, you gotta send the link to that, so I, I can. will. <laughs> okay.
2: Did you did you go to the carcass EP stand or no? No, I haven't got to that yet. Oh, you butcher! Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's also very good, very fun. Yeah. Well, boys, did we get through it all? I fucking took a lot longer than I thought it was gonna. Yeah, I yeah. think we did. It was it was a for, uh... fun last couple days
0: checking out like all this extra stuff because you take a break from the full lengths, but I guess yeah.
2: Back to work tomorrow. Yeah, we are. You know. Sometimes the EPs, the demos, some of that shit gets kind of left behind, you know? It's unfortunate, oh, yeah.
1: though. It's really unfortunate because there's some gems sitting in there. I know. I'm, gl- I'm really, really glad
0: we did this because I know last year, like, I didn't check out any
1: EPs, you know? Yeah. We should definitely make it a point to do this more often. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well,
2: enjoy the interview. Listen to the new Fumi Mouth uh, EP and uh,
1: catch you guys with our uh, best of the year list. Yeah, We'll be back probably first week of january somewhere around there yep from all of us here at into the combine we hope you have a wonderful and safe holiday we love you all not just james and yeah i'm shoddy
2: i'm jolly jay i'm standing and you guys stay metal I was uh I was going to see you guys for for the first time when you guys were co- you guys were going to be coming through Detroit. It was I, I forget the whole lineup but the ones that I really cared about was you guys and Rotting out.
7: Oh, yep. Yeah, and uh, that would have been in March, right?
2: Yeah, I think it yeah, it was like earlier in the year. Yeah, I guess it would have been in March, yep. man. I think it was What's one that? of those I was like hanging on for like like you know, maybe it's going to happen, maybe it won't kind yeah. of thing.
7: Yeah. That was an interesting tour cuz it was like I didn't think anything uh I really even when the initial stuff was happening with the virus i was like i didn't think that much of it and then the dominoes really started falling and i was like oh man this this tour is getting canceled i think <laughs> yeah. did you like, guys I'd get never... to go on any of it or no yeah we did about two weeks of it so i'm trying to remember it seems like it seems like it was 10 years ago at this point <laughs> yeah yeah it was, we started out um we got out to i know the last show we played was in texas which was actually an off day show but the last show we played on the package i think was like in Houston, so okay, yeah. yeah, we did like two weeks of it, and it was sick. It was an awesome tour, but
2: who else was so on it? it? Was I forget.
7: So it was, it was the Casey Strain, it was Rotting Out, uh, Creeping Death was on it. Our homies, um, mm. Chamber was on it. And I feel like there's one more band, but that might have been it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: I might okay, be blowing
7: it there, but
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds that sounds about right from what I remember. But yeah, I was I was bummed because I was looking forward to that show. And so you guys had to come all the way back from Texas. Was that that was probably a bummer? That probably cost you a few extra bucks, right?
7: Yeah, it was it was really stressful because it was we didn't really know if we were doing the right thing or what was going to happen with the tour or anything really cause I, we had, we had seen that like shows down the line were getting canceled. Like I had friends hitting me up who were like, like, dude, the, the palladium show just got canceled. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. You're telling me what's going on right now. Like,
2: yeah. cause
7: we we're just like kind of just flying and hoping for the best. But, um, uh,
2: yeah man that's a, that's I had to be a bummer. I'm sure you guys had all their stuff lined up too that fell through and all that.
7: Yeah, we we did have some stuff and then it was yeah, it's so crazy, you know. Yeah. I wonder how it's how everything's going to be when things eventually eventually come back, but I mean yeah. Part of, yeah. It seems so far away in a lot of ways. And I'm pretty optimistic that like if, like when the vaccine comes, and, like things will, things are going to start i hope you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know it could be just wishful thinking i don't know i, I feel don't like the one good way, thing
2: you know? i feel like the one good thing i mean not that it makes up for everything that everybody lost as far as touring bands go and everything but the one good thing is like man I mean, once it does open up and people can go to shows again i mean it's gonna be like sold out show i would think at least oh, sold yeah. out shows for everything you know
7: yeah i mean i'm even like i can't wait like I'm gonna go to shows all the time, like <laughs> and like getting a little bit older. It does. It gets a little harder, you know. on like the weeknights when you gotta get up super early for work or something. Yeah, but it's like now I could just. I feel like. Things will come back and it'll, I'll have a good stretch of feeling like I'm like like 20. I'm like, I want to see everything, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. At least for like a year. I'm sure everybody will go back to normal after that with like being more selective. But <laughs> yeah, shoot, man. Yeah, same for me. Because I mean, I'm the same way like with work and, you know, just it's tough sometimes. You know, I've, I've missed yeah. my share of shows that I wish I would have went to just because it was whatever... Uh, a week yeah, night where sure. it was just hard to get out to, but it's like once it opens back up, yeah, man, it's not, it's, it's going to be hard to miss anything.
7: Like worse for me, like through the years with like, as I've toured more where I'm like, I'll be out for like four months or more when I come home and I'll be like, oh, I don't know, you know, I've been yeah. to like 150 shows already this year. I'm fucking beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now yeah like, man. Like I got to see everything. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> what was
2: the last show you went to? Do you remember? Oh
7: man, I guess actually Mark uh, just did an interview and, and we were talking about this because I didn't realize this was technically the last show that I went to that I like, didn't play because the last show that we did was, it was like that off day show in Texas with Flesh Rot, but um, mm. the the last show that we went to just purely like just going was a, a fiddlehead show on Long Island. We were oh, okay. playing, uh, playing down, I think at AMH, Amityville Music Hall. And, uh, okay. Yeah, there was a show down the street, and I think it was, like, like it was like Kill Your Idols and, like, maybe Gorilla Biscuits and Fiddlehead. Wow. But we okay. Just like, we, like, snuck out of our show just to go see this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, saw yeah, Fiddlehead, yeah. and uh, it was funny because I was, I was, like, standing there. I was, like, psyched to see him. And I'm standing behind these guys who are literally just – I don't know what their deal was, but they're, like, like yelling and, like, mocking, the like, the vocals <laughs> – and i'm okay like standing behind these guys and i'm just like, like you're fucking ruining this for me right now dude like
2: <laughs> oh man really what a buzzkill
7: <laughs> it's funny it's funny that you mentioned that because we we're literally just talking about that memory I'm like, yeah those guys man i hope i hope someone ruins every show they go to for <laughs> next year because <laughs> i was just excited to see fiddlehead and you know dude it. that
2: that's that's the biggest i can't stand it when i go to a show man and like If you get the assholes around you, like it it doesn't happen to me that much, but I know I went to a show. When was it? Was like a year ago? I don't know if you're familiar with that uh, dude Tyler Childers. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I mean it's like you know more like the country stuff, but whatever, you know. And and I went to the show, and it's like one of my favorite of that style. And I remember these. It was like the most just drunk, like um, I don't want to stereotype, but just super like redneck. It was like they they went out to their first show ever, Mm -hmm. and were just like. Ca- causing fights with like dudes and their girlfriends right around oh you. you, like God. just like, just not even singing, just like screaming because they were so drunk, and it just like ruined the whole fucking night, you know?
7: Yeah. Oh, that's that's so toxic. It's insane. <laughs> it's hard to be yeah, around. I just. You know? uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I well, don't mean, know. You think this is the way do you, you act here? Like. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess after all, the you know, a life in <laughs> in hardcore and metal and punk, you get used to just seeing people do really stupid <laughs> shit all the time. So.
2: Exactly. Do you guys, have you guys ever had any bad shows like that with people like getting down on you guys or?
7: Oh, uh, not that I know of or can remember, I guess. Uh, yeah. You know, Yeah. 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 I don't think so. I wouldn't yeah. hear them, I guess anyways, but
2: <laughs> I was thinking about this before when I was thinking of, uh, you, you know, just the band in general with you guys being, you guys have such a, you know, you guys have a cool sound because you've got the mix with like the hardcore and the metal you know, you can hear a little bit of both in there. Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, do, do you guys ever get like, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know, like the history of the types of shows you've played, but I would imagine you've played with both, you know, types of genres and all across the board. But oh, yeah. yep. have you had those shows where maybe you're playing with like, I don't know, maybe it's the super diehard metal guys from, you know, that are maybe a little older that are like, this is a little too hardcore or maybe even this vice versa. It's a hardcore show. Have you had that kind of scenario?
7: Uh, I mean, I'm sure. Like, I can't think of anything really, like, in particular. But because we, we have always done, like, kind of, like, everything, like, we'd go on tour with metal bands, or like, we've we'd done a lot of metalcore tours and, like, tour with hardcore bands and stuff. And, like,
6: mm-hmm.
7: it's always, I guess, a little bit different. But I think that, I think that we do kind of occupy, like, this territory that's, you can kind of approach it from a lot of different angles, I guess. Whereas, like, like, a kid, like, we'll even play, like, punk, like, basement shows, like, like, real crusty, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I guess, kind of lost my train of thought there, but, uh...
2: But it it hasn't been, like, anyone where that's, like, a bad fit, I guess, you know?
7: No, no, not yet, at least, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, for me, it makes total sense. I mean, I for me, it was growing up, it was always both, you know, it was hardcore and it was metal. So yeah, yeah, for me, it's like, it works, you know, perfectly. I just, I think of some of them dudes who are, you know, maybe they just like, you know, early nineties death metal or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where they just want their, their, their sound to be like one way.
7: Yeah. Where it could That's be crazy weird. crazy because it's like, I feel like even through like, like if you were just like only tuned into like one, like specific era of, of whatever, like be it like, death metal or hardcore or whatever and like there's always been so much cross-pollination with like the heavy genres you know and like as far as like songwriting and even just touring like like obituary going out on tour with af and like Mm
2: -hmm. it's
6: like
7: these are not these are not like segregated worlds you know right right so it's funny for some people
2: they are though you know
7: yeah no for sure (laughs) for sure but like at the end of the day it's, it's crazy how much like ideas do cross-pollinate and it's like ultimately it's not that different you know even like even seeing like the like the the one two like like a pogo beat like punk band in the basement you know it's like it can be the same energy as like a death metal band on the like in a in a club like on a real sound system you know because that that shared dna i guess but
2: yeah it's all aggressive it's all it's all like on the extreme end of of music you know
7: it's so, like really I know I I mean
2: I love shows that are combined like that, you know, you get that mix of variety.
7: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially like you get older and it's like you want to hear like some different shit at a show, you know? It's like Yeah. Cuz you listen to a bunch of different kinds of music at at that point. It's like I right. when I was younger, you know, it's like a lot more dogmatic, I guess. And, like only want to hear like loud at one point it would be like, you know, power violence or like thrash metal or, <laughs> you know, different different yeah. like phases of like, oh, this is this is the fucking shit, you know. But uh <laughs> it's it's yeah. cool, you know. It's it keeps things really interesting and I think it's a cool experience as a showgoer. I think most I think most people enjoy it. Some people just wanna hear what they want to hear all the time, but I think most right. people are pretty right, open minded right. to it, so
2: yeah, no, I agree. I there was the show I went to. Uh, I don't know if it was last year. It was it was like a bigger tour. It had like Hatebreed and it had like Terror, but then they threw you know obituary oh, in there.
7: Yeah, yeah. I went to that show. I went to it at the, yeah. the Palladium. I fucking love that show. Chromax, yeah, I I like, that. this is a
2: cool mix, man. Yeah, at and Chromax, uh, that's, it, right.
7: An that's right.
2: That's right. So it was a pretty vividly. big mix. <laughs> yeah. But I like that. I was like, "This is cool, man!" Yeah. It's like you're bringing some worlds together, and it fits and works really well.
7: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like I went to that show, and it's like saw a ton of people that I knew from like all different like corners of the world. You know, not the world, but like the, yeah. the Massachusetts world. You know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This shit's you know, it's all kind of, kind of all kind of the same thing. But that was right. a great fucking
2: show. Well, it seems like um, it seems like it, I mean you. I mean, you've always had it. Like you said, it's always been that mix of it. It it does seem like you're getting a little bit more of it now with like, I don't know if it's if it's like maybe younger fans are more open to, uh, you know, combining styles and things like that, or if it's just people are like exploring it more. Because, you know, I think of a band like, you know, like Gate Creeper, they have that hardcore backbone in there, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, obviously they're a death metal band, but you can hear the hardcore in there, you know, or like, um, well, shit, you said Creeping Death, like they kind of... We'll throw some of that in there. Oh, I mean, yeah. just you know, everybody does it in their own way, but it's like I don't know if it's if it's a way to keep things fresh, you know. But that's kind of what I like about it. It's like if you're going to keep doing death metal in 2020, you know, you, I, it can, I'm cool with all the old school stuff, but I do like to hear something that's a, you know a little bit of a fresh
7: take. Yeah, definitely. I think at least for for our end, as far as viewing mouth goes, it's like because we we came from that world, like the hardcore world and the punk world. So it's like yeah. Kind of almost like a, it's like a foundational part of our musical DNA, you know. Right. So it's like yeah. even like yeah. subconsciously.
2: Yeah, it's gonna come out when you're writing stuff, and yeah, it makes sense. What uh What did you start with, like when when you were growing up? Like, listen, like what what was like the first heavy stuff you got into?
7: I guess, like, I mean, very loosely, I guess. It would, as far as heavy, it would probably be like uh i was like really into like around like the turn of the century, I guess. <laughs> I was really into like epitaph, like. Fat wreck like skate punk and stuff. I had like a oh, like, yeah. grunge kind of phase and we got into like Alice in Chains and Nirvana and eventually that led me to like hardcore. I kind of got into I was into metal and stuff too because it's like the more like vis- like uh the more accessible stuff I guess when you're like that age you know like 13, 14, like Metallica Slayer and all that and, yeah and then kind of getting into hardcore yeah. expanded the whole world of that both as far as like metal and punk where I was like getting into like power violence and like the more extreme punk stuff and then the more extreme metal stuff as well. But, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that, you know, like really the, the, it's funny, the big gateway I think was kind of Nirvana in the whole like metal scene.
2: Okay. That's
6: interesting. Yeah.
7: Cause I mean, he would like, I got into Black Flag cause like Kurt Cobain would just name check Black Flag in interviews and stuff. And me and my friend Matt we were just, like, we're obsessed with, like, Nirvana and Alice and Chains and all that, and we're like, Gotta check this out, yeah. you know? I'm like, holy shit, hardcore punk, cool, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought I heard somewhere that, like, I don't know a whole lot about, like, Kurt Cobain's, like, you know, influences and all that, but I thought I heard something one time that he was actually into some pretty, um, maybe even some extreme stuff, is that, does that sound familiar?
7: Uh Oh, the, the band Extreme, or...
2: Well, no, just, just like, like some heavy. more, yeah, like besides like Black Flag, I feel like there was some other stuff he was kind of into too. But I can't remember the names right now. I don't know where I heard that, but just like he was actually into some pretty heavy stuff.
7: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, the Melvins at least too. You know,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
7: There was a video yeah. of him and uh, him and Dave Grohl covering an Unleashed song, like in the studio.
2: <laughs> really?
7: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It kind of blew my mind to like I just never, never thought of that angle of of everything
6: it's right. like a really
7: quiet youtube video
2: you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, some yeah. Shit, but. so with the uh with the split that you guys just did like was that a result of because uh, i mean you guys got signed a nuclear blast which is fucking awesome We're did you guys want to do a split just to like you know get something out on there or was it like you guys weren't touring so you you know or was it leftovers like where did all that shit come from
7: uh, really, it was just kind of like the, just following the plan that we had kind of established even before COVID, because we had, we had been planning to go in and record an EP in January, and we were we'd been planning that for a few months. So we went in and did it, and it yeah, it wasn't even I guess I guess COVID was happening at that time, but it wasn't wasn't really on my radar anyways. And, uh, right. We basically got most of it done before things even really kicked off, and then really the time the the thing that took a lot of time was figuring out how we were going to release it and like figuring out a label and all that. So, and music video stuff, directors and just hashing through Mm. all those, all that kind of stuff. What made you guys go
2: with the, uh, like the three song EP, you know, format versus just, you know, whatever, saving it for a full
7: length. It was, um, definitely inspired by like, like Slayer haunting the chapel and, uh, dismember pieces entombed crawl. Mm. Like, um, three song EP after the first full length record, like to kind of like wet the appetite and like prepare people for what's coming on the second LP. So
2: Okay. Yeah. That's cool.
7: That was that's definitely cool. the idea.
2: Yeah. It will help. I mean, I always think it helps cause it's like, man, there's so much music that comes out every week, you know? So it's cool to like, you guys put out that fucking killer album, you know, last year, but I'm sure a lot of people are already forgetting about it cause they're just consuming so much like this oh, year. Yeah. But it's like you throw this little EP at them, and it's just like you know your little reminder to keep you guys in the rotation, you know.
7: For sure, it's. I think that's super important to do that and to do it the right way in this climate where, like everyone, everyone is doing stuff and like everyone's doing everyone's doing cool stuff, you know. But it's like the attention span is really. I think it's really uh, it's hard to keep up, you know. <laughs> it's mm, hard mm-hmm. to keep up, like I'm like. I just found out there was a new Undergong album like (laughs) yesterday.
6: Yeah. Jeez, man.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's hard. I think it's hard for even people who are like young and just totally like totally plugged in all the time, you know, so much shit going on. And I think I think it's like there's a lot of stuff going on because bands feel like they have to. Do something to stay like to just keep it keep the street going and like keep the momentum going which i definitely understand mm-hmm. um but i'm glad that we kind of stuck by our plan and it luckily our plan didn't end up you know being like just totally roadblocked or which it could have been easily <laughs> but
2: yeah how did it happen with uh, nuclear blast like how did that how did that come about
7: uh we were actually set up so we had we'd gotten a lawyer through Ian McFarland. He, uh, he was a bass player of blood for blood.
6: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A,
7: he directs music videos and we, we were talking to him about doing a video. And so he was trying to just help out and like get us set up. Cause we were, we had a few different label offers at the time. And I think like mainly it was like just trying to get the, he set us up with, with this lawyer so we could like figure out how we could get the money in the budget to get the music video done, you know? hmm. <laughs> but, uh, our 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 lawyer Patty, she went back like probably I think to the 90s with Monty at a Nuclear Blast. So she set okay. up uh, she set up Mark and uh, and Monty talking, and they just they really hit it off. And Monty was into the music and things just moved forward. So it's like it's pretty crazy. <laughs> that yeah, pretty man. Cool. that process, I'm like I'm not the business guy at all, you know. But
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, shit. I mean, mean, as far as metal labels go, I mean, you can't really get much bigger than nuclear blast, man.
7: It's crazy. It's like, (laughs) I'll like tell my parents, like, just shit about, like, what we're doing. I'm like, oh, like this and that, you know? And it's like, sometimes they don't really know what I'm talking about. And they're like, oh, that's great, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, mom, we signed, like, a deal, you know? We're we're label mates with Motorhead. She's like, wow, that's big. (laughs) That'll help, yeah. (laughs) It's funny. It's like, that would hit. So.
2: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Congrats on that. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I, I, when I first saw the, uh, like the, you know, you guys had the album art and everything, you guys were, you guys were like teasing it a little bit. I thought it was going to be a full length just because of how sick the album art was. I was like, there's no way they're doing that for just like a EP or a split or whatever. <laughs> but that's nuts, man, that you guys were able to use that, you know, that good of a cover.
7: Yeah. We had to, we had to keep it going with Mary Lee. We actually almost had Richie Beckett do the artwork but his schedule was so backed up that it just didn't work out. Like where we had even like verbally agreed and it just like, he had been so backed up. He was like, listen, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make the timeline. We're like, all right, fuck. Like, what are we going to do here? And mayor, we had, we had looked at that art and like, we weren't really sure what direction we wanted to go with it, whether we want to do something different because it was not an LP, like as an EP, like, but we, mayor, we had that, had that piece available, which, fit conceptually with the stuff on the record and visually it fit into the lineage which is like i, I think that's really cool i think it'll yeah. be like you go on spotify and like i picture it like you know years down the line it will be like you'll see like boom 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 like this is a row of these fucking insane like album covers you know <laughs>
2: right is, is that something that's like pretty important to you guys because i mean i i've thought about that a few times like Definitely. you know how important does the album cover play on like the actual effect of the music or the album itself like yeah. how do you guys feel about that
7: definitely i mean it's, it's and especially with people who like are really into the vinyl and stuff you know it's like mm-hmm. i think it's just important all around it really contributes to the it can really tie together the whole artistic statement of the record really and if you mm-hmm. do it right you know it's I of, think it does. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's
2: yeah. It's just like like with that last album. I mean, it's like you know, if you didn't have that art, would it still be a great album? Of course, you know. But it's just like something about when you have an uh, you know a piece of art or the artwork that like it like it's like it colors it. You know what I mean? Like for yeah, you, yeah. just a little bit. Like it it you either can like add to it, you know, by whatever percentage, or like it just. I mean, if it's a real shitty cover or whatever, then you know, obviously that'll take away a little bit. But yeah. I don't think it's a make or break. It's just, yeah, man, it's just, uh, it can really add a lot. And you guys are, yeah, yeah. You guys are obviously on a roll with it right now.
7: Thank you. Yeah. One thing that's, uh, interesting about that cover too, that I wanted to point out that Mark pointed out to me, which is, it's interesting too, because the, the cover wasn't painted where Mayor we painted the grand descent artwork for the record. Like we basically mm-hmm. commissioned him and like, he was like, First, he was like, "Don't send me any music. I don't want to hear it. I just want to know the lyrical themes and this and that." And then we ended up sending him like a couple songs, I think. He was like, "So he kind of made that artwork around from scratch, basically for the record." And the the one for this one is a it was a piece that already existed. But the interesting about it is that on the Grand Descent, everyone is you don't really you don't really know whether those figures at the bottom are kind of going up or down in that like in that Mm -hmm. landscape. But in the in the new one, it's supposed to be kind of like I'm explaining this like shit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. Doing my best. Um, <laughs> it's like the 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 descent is finished. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I guess that's the concept.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, man, that's crazy how much that fits though. Without you had like you said, you didn't commission this one.
7: Yeah, and like his stuff, like has a very like it has a very like baked in vibe like everything like you look at it and you're like yeah that's fucking that's Lewandowski right there you know yeah but uh yeah it just it just made sense too and so we were psyched on it and it, it yeah. just it worked it seemed to make way too much sense so we're just like we this is what we're doing you know
2: yeah
6: I don't yeah. know if it was good like choice. trying to
7: force it to like do something different for this just feeling like we had to or, but
2: well it grabs attention like you said for people who are collecting vinyl like you want to have that you know really cool Are you know for that like people are gonna people are gonna buy it just you know i would think you're gonna get more sales just based off that just having some sick artwork you're putting the time and thought into it and yeah you know yeah yeah so you guys got that done are you guys like doing much i mean because you probably have all this downtime are you guys messing around with the next album
7: yeah yeah we're working on the working on the full length second full length yeah i think as of as of most recently i think we have like the first song the last song and one in the middle so okay, <laughs> just filling in.
2: Is it? Uh, are you guys? Are you guys trying to stick to the vibe, or you know, do you guys like to mix it up a little bit?
7: I think so. I mean, it's definitely like you'll hear it, and you'll be like, it's it's a fume mouth record for sure. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. definitely building upon like a little bit of the stuff that we did on the new EP, where it's like okay. a little more ambitious, like bigger songs, like like more melody mixed in. Maybe I mean, maybe because yeah, most of it's not written yet, so. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah the only
7: time will tell but uh the first song is I'm really psyched on it it's really sick I wish I could describe it but (laughs) (laughs)
2: um one of the cool things too on the last one uh and and this one I mean Kurt Ballou is like one of my favorite producers and obviously just like oh my god man, just like made that made it sound so fucking powerful and and huge and you know Mm -hmm. do you guys plan on kind of sticking with that or
7: yeah I think so not sure Um, yet I mean, I guess we haven't really I haven't talked about it with Mark yet really, but I I mean, I think that's the I think that's the vibe, you know. We actually yeah. did the last EP with with Kurt's assistant, Zach, uh, me and Mark's friend, and uh Okay. so he did all the tracking. I I don't know. I should know. I I think Kurt mixed it, but I'm not positive, but yeah. uh we did yeah. all the tracking with Zach, and uh that was sick. Kurt yeah. had actually just yeah. had a baby like I think the week that we were going in, so
2: Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just Everything he touches man it's like <laughs> he's just the master. It's
7: was a crazy spot. It was like pretty intimidating being in there at first.
2: <laughs> was it?
7: Yeah, for sure. Did he
2: uh does he add a lot to it or like what's his vibe as far as like a producer goes?
7: He's like you really got to like I mean, so I don't know if he we never really were like we want you to produce it. Like I, I don't know if if it was like he was okay. just engineering it cuz like mm-hmm. We kind of had to like pry, not pry, but like, like he wasn't, we have to like really kind of press him to be like, what should we, like, what do you think is better? Like, what do you think we should do here? You know what I mean? Mm, like in the producer yeah. aspect and he'd be like, well, you know, like if it was my band, I think this is what I would do. And like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> uh, convene the council, like let's figure this shit out, you know? <laughs>
2: but, uh, yeah. So he's, maybe that's his style kind of.
7: Yeah. But he, I mean, Unless, he's, he's not a quiet guy. Like overall, like he opens up, and he's, he's funny. He's fucking, yeah. he's busting my balls for like the part of uh, Massachusetts that I live in, the South Shore. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's an interesting place, but that's yeah, whole different. Nice man. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. He's it's it's just crazy. Like just sitting there and being like, "Holy fuck, man! Like we're here. Like he's this is fucked." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, dude, I can't even imagine. Like I said, if I if I, I mean if I was gonna make an album and had had my choice, I mean, I think it'd probably be number one just because just cause of who he is, and just I just feel like he's been on a roll for the last how many years? Like I, I don't know, oh, man. Yeah. Anything he puts his stamp on, it's like you just know it's him. But it's still like you know, it's still the band. You know, it's not, it doesn't sound like he's forcing something on like a, a band. It's just like he just enhances any band that he that he's working yeah, exactly. with. To me,
7: yeah, he he really does help you become the best version of yourself. For yeah. sure, so crazy fucking engineer mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that's not me, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah,
7: I, I can't even do math. He's like, <laughs> I'm like counting frets. I'm like one, two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know my buddy. He's into producing and he, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like that stuff. I could never do it. Even when i playing guitar, like I don't know how you are. I mean, I'm sure you got to play pay a lot more attention to things like tone and all that, but. For me, it's I just hate every part of that. I all I want to do is like give me the guitar, make it sound good, and I just want to yep. play it. You know,
7: for sure. But, I spent so much time just like I'm, I've been like with the pandemic. I kind of was like, all right, now's my time to like figure out this home recording shit, like, <laughs> whatever. Like it's just oh man, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> It's just, it's yeah. Time, like, I'm like oh, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. I'm like, I'm not fucking writing any music right now. I'm just trying to balance. I'm
5: productive
7: right now. <laughs> yeah. It
2: yeah. Fun,
7: it's, it's kind of mindfuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm sure it helps if you can get that part down. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes some time.
7: I just try and balance. I'm like, it eh, should probably be, you know, it's it's not going to be released. It's a fucking demo, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And to right. the other guys. To be like, this is the idea.
2: <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, uh, anything else that you got? You want to let anybody know about? I mean, you got the, the big news is already out there. I don't know. Is there anything else going on from yeah, you guys? I
7: mean, that's that's the big news, you know? Um, yeah. Hopefully see everyone in 2021. I mean, we'll see, you know. Everyone wear your yeah. mask. Some fucking six feet apart we'll go to restaurants you know take out stay the fuck home yeah we're all tired of it we'll get through this shit yeah yeah we have to All right, man
2: (laughs) cool dude well thanks for uh, taking the time man
7: yeah dude thanks for having me fucking good talking to you